To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. The following program is sponsored by Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. God was calling us here and we were like, we're coming. We're going to be obedient to God's call. For us, this was our place called there. The provision for the healing was in this place. And I know our provision for our ministry or what God wants us to do, our purpose is here too. And now here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing my teaching on spirit, soul, and body. This is the beginning of my second week. I tell you, this is my favorite thing. To minister. I say that about a lot of stuff, but this was the foundation truth that changed my life. This book right here, I guarantee you, if you read this book and if it doesn't light your fire, your wood is wet. <laughs> this is a, this just changed my life. And I have had literally thousands, probably tens of thousands of people testify that this has set them free too. So last week, I started my teaching on this and I laid the foundation. I talked about the basics of understanding you are a spirit. That has a soul and you live in a body. And this is not the way most people think. Most people believe that the physical body and their soulish realm what most people call the personality, they see that as the real them. But the truth is, it's your spirit that's the real you. And before you got born again, that spirit was dead. It was by nature the child of the devil. A lot of people don't understand this. And you had to be born again, but when you got born again, you received a new nature. And now in Christ Jesus, you are a brand new person. And I've already talked about that. Let me just go through some of the verses that I used. I'm just going to quote these quickly. 
and not give a lot of explanation because I dealt with this last week. But it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, to put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. This term new man is referring to your spirit, the part of you that was born again. And it was created righteous and truly holy. It says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as He is, so are we in this world. Not so are we going to be in the next world, but so are we in this world. That is not true in your physical body. Your physical body is not like Jesus yet. You're going to receive a glorified body. But right now, you've got a corruptible body. Your soul, your mental, emotional part. Is not like Jesus. It can be renewed to a degree, but Paul. Said in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that we know in part and we prophesy in part. Even the Apostle Paul, a man who wrote half of the books in the New Testament, said he still wasn't complete. In his understanding. I guarantee you, Jesus is complete in his understanding. So our body and our soul aren't like Jesus, but as Jesus is, so are we in this world in our spirit. Your born again spirit is created righteous and truly holy. And it's identical to Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. He that is joined unto the Lord is one Spirit. And the Greek word hes, H-E-I-S, that was translated one there, it means a singular one to the exclusion of another. It's not like we're similar. It's not like we're a little bit like Jesus, like he's up here and we're down here. No, in the spirit realm, 
era tetuchitegeza ntitulinganga bageza ko kwefana nzo kwefana nza Yesu nti yali ko waguru na efe tuliko wansinsi you have the spirit of his son na yagamba chondi kwacho chigama nti gwe yaloko ka olino moyo wakatonda wo mwana wakatonda the spirit of god's son jesus sent into your heart oyo moyo wo mwana wakatonda yesu nga ye yasindikibwa mumugwe munda mumutima gwo colossians chapter 4 crying abba father Christ is living in you. Romans chapter 8. Verse 9 says, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If you are truly born again, you have the Spirit of Christ living on the inside of you. Edo ubanga waloko kila dada, kankubulido oyino moyo wakatonda, oyo wa kristo alimunda mugwe. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Ilaba galatia bili abili agamanti na kumero wa mune kristo. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You have Christ living on the inside of you. And because of it, you are righteous and pure in your spirit. And I spent all last week just developing those things. And some people, they are so controlled by what they see and what they feel that they just can't believe this. They think, man, if I was pure, if I had Christ, if I had the same power... Era oliagamanti wembadala ndi mutukuvu eranga ndi mutukirivu ngadala ndi na Kristu nganina na amanyago Living on the inside of me that raised Christ from the dead Ephesians 1:19 Ngamubutufu gali munda munze ngawagamba mbefese mu 19 I'd know it Nandi chitegedde And no you wouldn't because it's in the spirit realm Nitu sobola kuchitegera rwachi kubanga ebyo bili mu moyo we yalokoka Not in your physical realm Wabira wabira mu mubiri gwo you can only see, taste, hear, smell, and feel what is true in your physical body and in your mental, emotional part. You cannot feel your spirit. You can't see your spirit. In a mirror. And so some people who are just carnal, limited to only what they can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel, cannot accept that there's a part of them that is righteous and holy and pure. And powerful and has authority, they just can't believe it. But that's what faith is. Faith is believing this report, what the Bible says about you. 
okukiriza kitegeza kukiriza echo bible yeno chekuogera konti choli and i've quoted all of these verses norecho enyirizo zo nanzi zenganzi bagamba now here's another problem that some people have some people will say well all right, I accept that when I got born again, I became pure. I was created in righteousness and true holiness. And that all of those things may have been true the moment I got born again. But I've sinned since then. And the average Christian believes that after they're born again and once they sin that they lose all of these things that I've been talking about and that you've got to repent and go through getting born again again or getting back into relationship. There's two main categories that the church world has basically fallen into. One of them is like the extreme Pentecostals that believe every time you sin, that you are lost and you lose your salvation. And if you were to die with an unconfessed sin in your life, then you would go to hell even though you might have been serving God for 20, 30, 40 years or whatever but if you die with an unconfessed sin you'd go to hell if you committed adultery and then you were driving back home after committing adultery and if you hadn't repented of it and confessed it and you had a car wreck and died you'd go to hell even though you've been born again for 30, 40 years or whatever. Now that's the ultra-Pentecostal A lesser interpretation, but it's really the same thing, just with less consequences. Is like the evangelicals. Evangelicals basically don't believe you lose your salvation every time you sin. You're still saved, and if you were to die with an unconfessed sin in your life, you'd still go to heaven, but you won't get any of God's blessings. God won't fellowship with you. He will take your joy away. He'll 
He won't use you if you have any unconfessed sin in your life. Njata jana kuko zesa singobo inechibi mugwe mubula mugwa ngatawate chito wachene nya. That's actually the same thing with just with lesser consequences. In other words, God's still going to hold your sins against you. But that's not what the Bible teaches. Let me say it this way. What would happen if you were to, uh, you know, say for instance, go 55, 56 miles an hour in a 55-mile-an-hour zone, and you had a car wreck. And died. Would you go to hell because you had a sin in your life? The Lord told us to obey the laws of the land. And the speed limit's 55 and you went 56. Would you go to hell if you went 56 in a 55 mile an hour zone and had a wreck and died? Well, I can guarantee you nearly every person watching this is say, well, no way. Why? The Bible says, James chapter 2, verse 10, if you keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, you become guilty of all. He told you to obey the laws of the land that they are put there by God, and if you aren't... If you're speeding, you aren't obeying the laws of the land. Why wouldn't you go to hell for that the same as if you committed adultery? Well, see, most people say, well, no, I don't believe that because all of us have sped. All of us fail in some way all of the time. You may not commit one of the big ten but you are transgressing if nothing else there's people right now that because I'm even saying these things you're mad at me and I'm your brother in the Lord and whether you like it or not I am a part of the body of Christ and your attitude towards me is wrong See, some people say, but well, it's only the big sins that make you lose your salvation. No, the Bible says if you keep one, if you keep all of them but one, and if you're missing just one thing, you become guilty of everything. 
Na yate Bible yega mantine woko la mateka gona mbutufu wago singo. Mala nosobi amuli mugona gubagu kusingo wagona goyononye. So people who believe you lose your salvation every time you sin and you have to get born again again. Nurecho katia bantuwa singa balu wazanti obato chari muloko le mulimurundi guoyo nona. Nurecho obato tewene nyeza obo ino kubanga atero damu noloko ka atoro kukenate. That's not what the scripture teaches. If I really believe that, then the moment you got born again, I'd kill you. I might go to hell for killing you, but that's the only way you'd ever get to heaven if you had to have every sin confessed. We, we sin all the time. Not only in the things we do that are acts of commission, but we acts of omission. We fail to be the person. You don't love your mate. The way that Christ loved the church. You don't submit to your husband the way that the church is supposed to submit to Christ. You don't always uh, be as loving and kind towards other people as you know you should be. You get caught up in your own self. If you had to have every sin confessed, the only way for you to go to heaven is to get born again and then have somebody kill you right then before you had time to mess up. And the lesser interpretation, well, you don't lose your salvation, but you lose all of your fellowship. If that was so, well, then you'd never be able to fellowship with God because, again, we all fail. In all kinds of areas, not just the Big Ten. The Ten Commandments, but we fail to be the person, the husband, the wife that we're supposed to be. Etc. That is not what the Word of God teaches. Do you relate to God on the basis of what He did for you and not what you do for Him? You have to worship Him in spirit. And in truth is what it says in John chapter 4, verse 24. He's a spirit. You must worship him in spirit. And in truth. And in your spirit, your born again spirit, you are perfect. But now somebody comes back to the question that I brought up earlier. Well, I was created that way when I got born again, but I've sinned. My spirit isn't perfect anymore. It's been stained. 
untine da e, chokale chitufu choyogira ko nachiri nga nakaloko kanayekati omoyo wange yena azemwe bitositosi na muonona that's not what the scripture teaches let me use some scriptures here. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13. If I had time, I could put this in its context. And explain this uh, in more detail. But Ephesians chapter 1 Verse 13 says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. This is saying that once you got born again, you have been sealed. You know, we use the word seal to describe a number of things. Like you could put a... Seal, like in the old days, if they had a... Uh, Let's say that they had a book. Like this. And if they wanted to make sure that nobody opened it until it was sent to the person who was supposed to read it. They would put a seal on it. And they some wax or something and they would use their ring and imprint it. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Podcast in Luganda. Please subscribe to our channel and get notified of our new episodes. You can also check us out at awmuganda.net. You're blessed. Hi there, my name is Angela and I am a lawyer. When I came to Karis, I loved God, I was pursuing his things, but I didn't fully understand who he was. Karis has helped me understand my identity and my authority. Now I can step out in boldness and with power as a child of God. My name is Marvin. I'm a graphics designer. When I joined Karis Bible College, I was a drug addict. Four months down the road, having sat under the word, I was totally set free from all the addictions and the desires, and I am now entirely delivered. Be a part of those who testify. Enroll to Caris Bible College in this 2024 intake. Your life will be transformed, built into a leader ready to change the world. Apply online at karisuganda.net or visit us at Park Royal Mall, 6th floor, along Buganda Road, Kampala. For more inquiries, please call us on 0200-330-000. Join Caris Bible College. Join Caris Bible College. Come on to Caris. Caris Bible College, transforming lives, training leaders, and changing the world.